you're listening to the Paracasual Destiny Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the Paracasual Destiny Podcast. I'm Soul Time, and I'm joined by Sally Bug, Romance Girl, Green Stego, and Funny Bone today to bring to you an exciting, fun-filled, information-packed, thrilling casual experience in the world of Destiny 2. How's everybody doing? Pretty I'm good. doing well. Doing yeah. great. Well, very, cool. very good. Um, well, you know, I, I like to start these podcasts off with all of us weighing in on a little bit uh, a synopsis of your uh, Destiny 2 activities, if any, over the past week since we last chatted last Saturday. Uh, Romance Girl, have you been playing at all? Yeah, we've dipped our toes into the dawning mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, Did you bake a cookie? New recipes. Nice. Yeah, we, we baked the new recipes, got the oven master worked, ready to go. And then last night we did a little bit of Nightfall Ordeal to charge up our lure and, um, you know, farm, like, dawning essence. And Did you uh, go into the ordeal with uh, Green Stego? Yes. yes. And you just allowed a random to join? Yeah. Yeah. How'd it go? We it only went... did it at power level 1220, so uh, it wasn't super oh, challenging. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, Sally Buck, that I don't... hero level? I don't know why we it don't like do the, that. the second tier... Yeah, we hadn't been doing it until, like, I think the Inverted Spire a couple weeks ago. Yeah, honestly, ever since they changed it from, like, traditional Nightfall to Nightfall the Ordeal, we've been basically too daunted to even try it. That's so kind of us. Of no nightfall. Ordeal uh, throws ordeal, me off. Ordeal, right. Like, it's it an intimidating it word. Sound, it sounds it's like very intimidating. Who wants yeah. an ordeal after a hard day of work? Um, I, yeah, I am not in the mood for any more ordeals. I have enough of those in my <laughs> no, life. No, but the lowest level is it starts at 1180, um, and it has matchmaking. And we did the 1221, and it gives mm-hmm. you ascendant materials or um, a chance at them at the end. Yep. And it's actually very doable. Oh, you do need to be aware of champions. So uh, we took the lament. Uh huh. Here. Okay. The, the, e- so, the easy button. There's like not the, that many though. There's not that many champions. Yeah, there are ten champions throughout the entire uh, strike, and I'm pretty sure they limit it each week to only two different types of champions. So this okay. week you just need to be oh, ready for okay. unstoppable so... in barrier. Well, pl- and plus you can, besides the lament, you can also put on the mods on your armor now, so you're not limited to what weapons. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's and that is so nice. I mean, you have do have to remember. I'm still in the mode of just putting on my highest light piece of equipment. I haven't gotten to a point where I've settled in on a set group of 
armor with like the appropriate stats and all of that. Mm-hmm. Well, you better get totally it together if we're ever going to raid. I'm still, I'm still in that light level chasing. I'm close though. I mean, I think my base is in the 1240s, so I feel like I'm close. I felt like I would do that once I got to at least close to the 1250 cap. Mm-hmm. I just reached the 1250 base. I think last right. night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like if I get to that, then I can like go back and look at all of the stats of all the armor that I've accumulated so far. I'm deleting some, and I'm keeping most of the stuff that is just either seasonal or beyond light, like new armor. Um, but there are a couple of pieces that I'm keeping that are just have very high stat rolls yeah so you can always throw on an ornament i think when i when i get 1250 base i'm at like 1249 now i think that's when i'm going to start master working and committing to some armor and start putting in mods and things because we got to get the show on the road here with the raid team while we have off from work for the next you know couple weeks here uh for the holiday absolutely definitely yes and the circle back it just it isn't as daunting as we thought the nightfall and I do recommend yeah, doing it at least at good, the lower levels. Yeah. We did essentially two person it for one of the runs except uh they did have a clutch revive. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So nice. That's always helpful. Oh, but yeah. um yeah. You know, you never know who you're going to get so but with a three person I'm sure we could even start going into the higher levels together. Yeah, so let's let's keep an eye out for right. each other. And I suppose uh, before I ask Funnybone if he's what he's been up to, I'd like to extend a my gratitude and thanks to uh, Green Stego and Romance Girl for the um, for the Nightfall Engram Clan Engram from Soraya. <laughs> I appreciate that. I think it it gave me a good slot. Uh, so funny bone what have you been up to uh you know i i haven't done much to be honest uh after our last podcast i finished the hawk moon quest so i got hawk moon um uh i guess it's random rolls on it they say that's the exotic perk i don't know if anyone else here has had experience with it or if they've finished the quest but um i i have the last Part, I still need to do that very last mission. I, I wasn't ecstatic. Maybe it was just the role I got. Um, I used it a little bit, but I, I wasn't. Uh, I didn't have that much excitement. The random rolls yet. Oh. Right. So you have you the only base. got the base one. Okay. Okay. Um, and how do I access the random rolls? I don't think we it's don't been released yet. yet. Uh, that well, mission hasn't been released. So aside from that, so I got the Hawk Moon. I finished the mission, and then um, I'm I'm excited to dip my toes into the dawning. Uh, I just haven't found the opportunity. What I have done, Destiny related, is do a lot of coaching of both uh, Full Moon Kitten, my wife, and C3PO, my daughter, and uh, I, I had a lot of fun actually coaching them and helping them through some tough encounters. I got C-3PO through some Wrathborn hunts. Oh, and wow. I think a boss somewhere. Cool. And um, 
Oh yeah, because she just recently purchased a season. She had right, wasn't part. Right. She didn't have a season pass before. Very excited to participate, and she's all in on the donning and everything. So I've been watching her make cookies. So I guess uh, <laughs> that, by proxy, by proxy, it counts. <laughs> uh, and then uh, with my wife, uh, and she's uh, very fresh, very blueberry. And uh, we both see three PO and I new- coach her through the Navota, the first encounter. Oh yeah, that's and what I was going to ask. She the last boss fight she had given up and handed the controller off to C three PO. And that's cheating. Uh, I yeah, I it's against the terms my of use. Extreme uh, discontent with that, and so disappointment. Next, yeah, um, her I, next yeah. boss encounter. Uh, I really forced her to to stick it out, and uh, with uh, some coaching from myself and C-3PO, she made it through, so we were very excited to nice. see her oh, get through her first boss encounter. Ooh. She's getting the hang of, um, you know, the controls and the, the bilateral uh, movement and stuff. Sure. We need, we need to get her into the clan. Yeah. Yes, we do. Um... Also, and the next then, ne- the next time she tries to pass the controller off like that, have her read the end user agreement. Uh, it's, 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 ag- <laughs> well, I it's against terms. Time. I wasn't around at the time. Where I, oh, you uh, heard I it after. Not, yeah, I would not have let that happen. Wow. Mm. Cool. We got to get her a Telesto or something. <laughs> yeah. 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 Makes everything better. Really but I does. like the idea. I know that I like that she's doing the new light. It really does give like an I. I'd like to hear her opinion on the guidance of learning all of the different parts. I think what I think she's not that in tune with it because a lot of her energy is going towards like the fine motor skill and the navigating, right. Just learning like, and all her yes. options. Right. Yeah. Right. Sally Bug, that, that should really bring back memories. Sal- Sally Bug. It does. Yeah. It bring it. My, my memories is when I first started with all of you in the same room as me. <laughs> just kind of laughing at me. That's yeah, 10 years I ago. Well, I did a lot of, I, and I told both C-3PO and uh, Full Moon Kitten there that I did a lot of coaching of Sally Bug when uh, she was first getting into it. And yes. uh, and and now uh, we all can attest for it. She's a natural, yeah, except for when it comes when to I jumping. When I first started, when I was very young, I kept <laughs> looking up to the sky and walking off the edge in Halo Two, and I said, "I'll never play this game." <laughs> <laughs> Look at you now. Yeah, yeah. It's, now it's, you're looking right? at the ground and going off the edge. <laughs> it's hard when you don't come from a background of that like you were talking about bilateral movement in a game like uh doom or halo um when you're when you're younger coming up and and just you take it for granted the two the two analog sticks yeah i started playing video games before there were two analog sticks um but i remember i think my first first person shooter was wolfenstein on uh, an old Apple IIe, I think they were. <clears throat> it's kind of cool, but We've yeah, come a that's a long way in a short time. That's dating me, and probably why I'm so appreciative and non-judgmental of these games is because I was, I'm still in awe at the technology. 
of how much they can do. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Sally Bug, did you have anything to add uh, to the Well, roll call? you know, we too kind of dipped our toes in the dawning. I don't think we're as far along as Romance Girl, but we definitely have um, baked a couple of cookies and some gentlemen shortbread. Them. Yeah, I I actually just made that one, but I have not delivered it to Devram yet. Green so. Stego, I want to clarify, did not masterwork his onion, his onion, his oven. I uh, I kind of jumped ahead a little. Yeah, yeah mine wow. has not, mine's not masterworked yet, but I'm I. It's gonna be around for four weeks, so I'm yeah. I just I'm unlocked okay. the second ship upgrade. Mm. I and got a lot the of those first shader. Are, are related to community participation as well. I'm feeling like it's going to bump up and increase now that I think a good portion of the at least a good portion of the world, at least the western world is going to be having some holiday breaks and having some extra time to Richard in chat has said he's been slacking on donning. Oh, yes, he doesn't like gentlemen short. That's why our community, our community uh, objective is going so slow. Yeah, because it would have been done already if he were (laughs) if he were participating. Is he participating in the Yuletide event in Valhalla instead? He's might be raising baby dinosaurs in Ark. He needs oh, he needs true. to get uh, Jerome to bake him some Danish butter cookies. You think him in Jerome the would really? You'd think Jerome would really like this event. He does like his cookies. <laughs> get those dang cookies in the oven. <laughs> the second you figure, you you think you've got your head wrapped around that guy, though. He, yeah. he just surprises you. He's a wild card. He mm-hmm. definitely is. It it makes it very fun to interact with he, him. And, here, and here, Richard's apologizing because you never know for slacking on dawning cookies. And man, I mean, he's the first to help anybody through a dungeon or anything. We have to. Oh yes, I am just he, all he, in jest. <laughs> yes, he wins the award for uh, Sherpa. He's the the minions of Mortimer Sherpa for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime and I'm brother. putting an LFG in our Discord, he's the first to jump in and go, yep, I'm game. Yep. <laughs> but, you know, there's other games out there. I'll talk about my little sidetrack game at the end, but um, maybe we should move on to this hotfix topic here. Uh, there is no TWAB, so we can't talk about that, but we can talk about uh, the latest hotfix. I think it's the latest one. There were two recently. One was kind of boring. And this one is a little more interesting because I think it pertains more to um, our area of expertise, which is the season of the hunt. And <laughs> we're experts at season of the hunt. Could you imagine? That wouldn't be so bad. I was so going to say lore? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> um. Let me see if I can get this logo. So anyway, they're talking about the, how they adjusted the Cryptolith lore to allow players to change it twice as, to charge it twice as fast. What do you think? 
Yeah, when um, we did the um, the Nightfall ordeal, a single run gave us a, a charge. It's great. Wow, that's that's pretty great. pretty intense. Um, I think it's a positive change, and uh, it comes welcome with the next change. I think these would have to go hand in hand. Increased cryptolith lure charge cap from three to five. Wow. Woo! Woo! I have not taken advantage of this yet. It was a full pull no. busy week, our last week at work, and I just have not taken advantage of this yet. But last night I looked down. We got on a little bit last night, and it was charged all the way. I was ready. So ready, but also so exhausted from the snow removal that I didn't feel I had the energy to do some Wrathborn hunts. But today's another day. Wrathborn hunts, another here day, we come. Another charge. Oh, yeah. Get all yeah, those triumphs I mean, it, done. It, it, it's just like, all, I feel like maybe they looked at how far along people were in getting the triumphs done and that maybe they weren't, there were... The well, there was. I think they're also listening to feedback. There was a lot of rumblings across the community. Right, there was a lot. These of were going too slow. Right. I, Richard O'Neill says he is enjoying Rathborn hunts, and I would have to agree with him. They're, they're simple short. yet effective. Yeah, I love them. Short and I love sweet, them. man. I had so much fun soloing them too, because there's they're a challenge. When sometimes you know, when when you're soloing it, it can be a little bit more of a challenge. Nobody else around, but it's still short. And I want to remind our listeners who haven't yet to put on your seasonal gear, the wild hunt gear. Yes, um, for hunters. If you haven't completed uh, I learned that, that the hard way, yeah. If you have not completed, it gets that you triumph. some triumphs. As soon as I got that triumph, guess what? Dismantled all that stuff. Whoa! <laughs> oh the the stuff you get from the season pass is That's high gross. stat. That's what I've been wearing. Someone who has a I had I had higher stat stuff clogging up my inventory, so I got rid of the wild hunt stuff. Maybe my next uh, go around will will I save gear. all of the uh, at least the high stat gear. I save all of the the stuff that's in my season pass for when I hit that uh, cat, hard cap of twelve fifty, and then I just pull it all from the season pass because then I can use it either for infusing. Or if it's high stat roll, actually use it. Do not do not dismantle the stuff you pull from the season pass. It's always like sixty two plus. No, the, the the early on stuff because you get a version of it with lower stats very early. Right, on. She, oh, she's okay. referring to the higher level ones, but yes, yeah, yeah, the higher I feel level like ones just... I will not because they're all like sixty six. They're all like the yeah. high. It's going to be the highest stat rolled stuff I have. Yeah, for sure. Once, but once you reach the cap, I have no problem getting additional gear dropping at that base cap to infuse. So I just always right. pick them up as I go. I I I save it for that end, and then I also save all of the exotic engrams as well. So it's just kind of like my ritual, a it's superstitious I thing. It. I have it's saved the exotics just because I don't have. I know in my life it's it's no. not so much superstitious as is just you know i i don't want to use the materials that i have or the upgrade modules or i i kind of oh, learned the hard yeah. way because i had used up a lot of 
upgrade modules and a lot because uh, I was using them willy-nilly last season. <laughs> and so you're on the other extreme now. I get it. Right. I well, like I like used up all, all my le- like uh, my legendary sh- shards are not like in abundance, and it's because I kept buying so many. Yeah, I, I always sure just use I blue always... gear. I don't mess with mods or any of that until I'm at the very tip, and then I'll start messing. Wait, with when you say mods. very so tip, what? are you saying twelve fifty or twelve sixty? The hard cap. And twelve fifty. Twelve fifty. Yeah. That's what. That's yeah, me too. I agree. So we're not quite at the. It's my I'm same not strategy. Quite at the that level yet, but. Um, I just got there it. and I, I, I use my, but I'll use a, an upgrade module here and there occasionally just cause I don't like being full on them. I find that I, yeah. I get full up on upgrade modules. Uh, I'm going to be perfectly honest, Sally bug. That seems like a lot of just rationalizing procrastination. That's what I heard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm starting to use upgrade modules more just because I don't like to be limited to what I can use when I go in and fight like i really want to use this weapon i really want to use no time to explain i'm gonna upgrade it i'm not i'm the same way that's what i'm using them for i stopped being conservative with like enhancement core well i guess a little bit with enhancement cores or upgrade modules around like 12 35 12 40. i would say that's probably about the same where i stopped being conservative with them because i just want i want to play the game i want to enjoy it and if I'm going into like the more difficult, I want to use what I like. I know I'm still right. sit- sitting on a huge stockpile, so I can't really speak to the upgrading materials. Um, on this hot fix though, I I was never really that bothered by the rate or how many you could, how many charges you could hold. It was sort of just I think we talked about this last episode, but it, you know it's just kind of natural. You'd go and do some gambit. You do your strike playlist. You're trying to get your pinnacle gear anyways. And it seems like uh, the only change would be for people trying to farm specific roles on these weapons, which I'm I think not. That's exactly I think that's exactly why they made for. the change, because they wanted it to be a also, farm. A I think it's farm. also for the, for the people who have gotten to the end game, where they're no longer trying to level up because they're already at max level. But they need an excuse to keep on doing the activity. So they're not necessarily going in and doing their three strikes or their three gambit matches for the pinnacle gear because they don't need it anymore. And I do think that it adds a level of consistency to the fact that it's a pinnacle reward playlist activity, right? And the rest of them, you can like bang them all out in one go. You can say, I'm going to do all my strikes right now. I'm going to do all my crucible right now. But now that they've upgraded the lure charge to hold five, now you can do all five of your... Oh, because you needed five Rothborn hunts to get the pinnacle. Exactly. And so that's a good point. That may have factored Uh... in. Just so it's consistent. You don't have to do it more than You don't have to stop doing Rothborn hunts, go charge up your lure, and then come back to do it if you're getting the pinnacle gear. They may have. Right, de- that's what you're. You're after. Absolutely. They may have internally decided that that was like, um, a potentially annoying feature of the right one-stop shop with Crow. Yes. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. 
Um, a lot of these other things in this hotfix are just like how mi- how mi- much minor dawning issues, is- right? How much dawning essence do you get from a Wrathborn hunt? I don't Probably know. Probably five to ten would be my guess. I would think at least yeah. five. Like like a public event gives you five. Because it, it'd be a nice way to kind of farm both things because the dawning event's only around for, what, two or three weeks and the wrath porn stuff you want to kind of prioritize over the beyond light stuff yeah because it's fomo not going to be around wow it's it will. but it Lots will be fomo. right cuz that yeah. stuff cuz that I don't, stuff is yeah they said they a, a year i don't know if this yeah. count does this count as an activity maybe the triumphs go away i feel like i've heard rumors well yeah that see there is some that, things that are seasonal yeah mm-hmm. yeah right and i the title the title I've the heard, triumphs that sort of thing i had i had heard rumor of aldrin having a different role like he's gonna that character's gonna evolve but aldrin it's all come aldrin Oldrin's oh, dead. Sorry, Crow. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Crow. Okay. Now we get uh-huh. it. Rathborn hunts give 10 to 15, according to this internet nice. page. Internet page. That's yeah. actually really good, actually. I know what I'm going to be doing. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. This is the end of the podcast. I'm going to go do Rathborn hunts. (laughs) (laughs) But I we we got less than twenty one of our nightfalls, right, Dan or Green Stego. It was like yeah, fifteen. You got one of us got like fourteen. The other got seventeen. So I think this is wrong. It's probably fifteen. Well, it probably goes up depending on what level you're on. Yeah, but this says nightfalls at lowest levels, twenty to twenty-five. Oh, and it's just I think it's fifteen to twenty five because I did get twenty two another one run. I think it's just a a bigger variance. Mm. So there's not a whole lot more to this hot fix thing other than the little quality of life things and also a reminder of how many little things are wrong with the game, <laughs> like a lot of minor mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, but, but pretty, like if it's affecting you, it can be pretty frustrating, I guess, not progressing in a mission or, or a quest, not being able to do that or having things reset. Um, one thing that caught my eye was this economy adjustment. They adjusted destination materials exchanges with the gunsmith to reduce the chances of materials from vaulted destinations being required. I noticed that the other day, like not that I've been buy, I haven't really been buying the upgrade Ooh. modules, but I usually hover over them. And I noticed like one time it's like, wow, I don't have enough planetary materials for this. Oh, it's something that's vaulted it. Cause I had turned in all of my planetary materials to those vendors before the planets went away. Right. Not thinking that that would actually be a currency that would be required or, or used. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I as found that an, interesting. As another casual player, I can say I didn't spend all of those. I just, I, as I was using my limited time to wrap up my, uh, any activities that were going to get vaulted, I did not, um, spend all of my phase glass needles 
and Seraphite and whatnot. So personally, I do uh, enjoy having an outlet this season to another outlet, another besides outlet spider, besides just exchanging them for glimmer. Yeah, right. They also tweaks uh, penumbral blast uh, projectile range increased by thirty seven percent. Minimum distance to cast range melee reduced. By 32%, this allows you to throw the ranged melee closer to targets. I noticed that. That's I like that. Uh, also, they uh, fixed an issue with the Glacial Quake Super where the melee attack would sometimes fail to activate. I have not experienced that myself. Um, players could appear to become stuck in Shiver Strike uh, action in animation for other players. Weird. Yeah, a lot of this stuff I don't just it just you know other than the warlock not anything we've witnessed or have been maybe we're just too casual to we're too casual to know anything to have to have come across any of these it's one of the advantages of being a casual player is you don't run run across a lot of these bugs um (laughs) (laughs) and then of course the the weapons fix was the big one was the laments uh heavy air attack was working when the weapon lacked ammo. It didn't. It was completely devoid of ammo, and you were getting massive damage out of an air attack. I yeah, guess. <laughs> we we knew that was we yeah. knew that was coming. Yeah, I got. So you did experience. see that bug. You did get into that bug. Yeah. Um, well, we. I mean, I heard it through you guys and saw it. I think I went in with my lament into a gambit match and was able to take advantage of that bug maybe once or twice before this happened so oh cheating yeah you heard it it here first it's cheating uh now i kept getting killed so like even though i was trying (laughs) to use the lament so i either wasn't using it properly i think you have to be in the air and that is not my forte of being in the air so well, you did have to be in the air. Yeah. Which, yeah. That is not yeah. definitely jumping up and doing something at the same time. Not coordinated. Did you try putting on lion rampant? Then there was some PSN stuff. Uh, fixing issue with screen tearing on some consoles. Interesting. Um, interesting uh, that they are fixing a lot of things pretty fast which is good news and i i think being uh involved in this community and in this game so much it's easy to look at all the negative until something like uh cyberpunk comes along and just is dead in the water and we have to remind ourselves of um anthem as well and so uh Bigger picture, we've got it pretty good compared to other franchises. Is it dead in the water, though? I think mm. Cyberpunk is having a lot of success, and uh, it, it's just It's not dead in the water, but it's having it's some having serious issues. issues. Yeah. With, with current gen, not current gen, but not like next gen past gen. consoles, but last gen consoles. So I think on PC and on. That's the just latest very. It gen. just is not a good look for the. That's the what. That's what it is. No. It's, it's, it's a PR a um, 
shit show. Nightmare. Yeah. yeah. If we can even have a discussion get. about whether or not it's dead in the water, it's not a good. <laughs> I, I feel it's not a good done. sign. I don't know. It, good point. It, and I don't, I don't even play cyberpunk, but I feel you like don't? I I what? followed the what? I followed the I I followed enough people on Twitter who were excited about it and that it was getting pushed, and I feel like it might have been pressured to try to get it out before 2020 was over uh right because they were talking i mean they delayed the release date on it a handful of times right yeah and they really that wanted could be to hit COVID this, related. this holiday 2020 deadline and um and it flopped you know, and it, it flopped. flopped it backfired they, they you should take that risk you take a risk yep so let's move on to uh, our next topic, which is the dawning event, which we've already talked about uh, a little bit. We've hinted at uh, some of the stuff we've done so far, which is not a whole lot, it sounds like. Uh, people haven't even... Well, Romance Girl, how you were talking about um, your... She's masterworked her oven, so... Yeah, you've already masterworked your oven. Uh, it's all, I had only like five new recipes to do. Did you run into a problem? Because the last splash splash screen I got when I went into the game, they were correcting one of the recipes. Um, do you remember what that was? There was like an error in one of the recipes. Maybe somebody yeah, in the chat. Doodles. Oh, uh, yeah, I think you're right. Edge Transit. Wait, what? Oh, Gallardoodles. Gallardoodles? The Gallardoodles have the wrong ingredient listed, was it? Or they changed it or something. But there, when we popped into Destiny, they said that uh, Gallardoodles uses Vex milk instead of Ethertane, so they yeah, may have changed it. Like that. Yeah. I, it, that didn't affect me because I already had the recipe saved. Oh. Uh, that's almost as bad as what's going on with Cyberpunk. <laughs> yes. You know, okay. <laughs> the Alright. It's a pet peeve of mine. I, n- not a lot of the problems Destiny ha- I can shrug off a lot of it. Um, e- even the Watercrest where I couldn't play for almost a month. Um, I could... I can, I can understand. That's going to happen. What I don't have tolerance for is text errors in the game i don't know why i have such a problem with that because i feel like it's such an easy fix you go in you backspace a few you put the right ingredient in and then next reset it's fine or whatever or slip it in with the hot fix i just feel like that the flavor text errors or telling you to do something that's just patently wrong like you have to get well, you do have to remember that they they don't they can't just fix it in one language. Right, right. Yeah. So and, it's it's uh they yeah, have to that's a make good sure point. that it's getting translated to every it's getting localized as well. I wonder how you say um, vex milk in Russian. Yeah, I Molokov vex. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Um but yeah, that's a good point that they they have to do that. Um, so that am I, I don't know if that how much that affects things, but I'm sure that I have to just uh, uh, believe that if something's easy, they would fix it. They're not just purposely being like, ah, that doesn't matter. 
part of me right. too I'm is sure you, you didn't it. proofread you mean you know before you send the email you look it over a little bit but it, i i understand a lot can um there's a lot of moving parts at the studio and these things happen but anyway uh i just want to make sure i get that recipe right so i don't end up with burnt edge transit Cookies. I've already I've, come. I've already gotten one batch of burnt edge, tra- edge transit. I think I that think... Rahul gives you the essence of dawning back when you give him the burnt edge transit. Oh, okay. No? Oh, okay. Well, yes. well that's I, so I, I heard that somewhere. I, I haven't done that myself. Mm. But I, also, I, you should probably, as a veteran player, have most of the recipes unlocked in your oven. It carries over. Uh, no. You're just going to need to do not. new recipes for Shaw Han. No, it didn't. The new recipes did not carry over for me for some reason. No, the old recipes. I mean, the old recipes have not unlocked. You have an empty oven. Yes. Have you baked the first Gyalardoodle for... Yes. For Zavala? For Zavala. For I, me, I they were. I'm... it was empty until I did the cook the bake for Zavala and then it loaded. Is there is there another screen you just go over one more and then it you just say bake this cookie and it'll do it automatically? Yeah, it's on the bottom. What, it's the, not, so once like, you unlock. The, part, the top part, there's the top part <laughs> where you um, put it, slot in the ingredients and then the bottom part has recipe. The bottom part of the oven. Hmm. I'm going to have to take a look at that. I did not notice it the last time I was on, but that was probably just me not noticing it. Yeah. Well, so um, I want to get um, everybody's impression so far of the aesthetics, the um, decorations, the music, etc. of the dawning, um, comparatively speaking, to past dawning events. Any impressions so far? Love the tree. Yeah, I love saw you. All the decorations. I saw you climbing love, the tree. Love the extra snow effects. I really like that when you walk over the snow, it melts and turns to the gross slush. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like such a a realistic touch. It really is. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. Um, there's a lot more snow, isn't there? Well, yeah, absolutely. they they must have um, gotten snow happy with the Europa working on Europa. Oh, yeah. Very easy to code. I also really like the projections yeah. that are on some of the walls. Like, Yeah, where are those there. projecting from? I tried to see and I couldn't. I, I don't it's know. A spell. It's a spell. It looks like, yeah, I think it's like a witch spell. For my Cora Ray. But I'm a little disappointed and I don't know if it's coming back. It just I'm disappointed there isn't the crystal behind Icora. No, they did the tree instead, Sally. They always have a different icon. The yeah. crystal has been part of Icora since the dawning started in D2 though. Has it? Yes. Did Icora used to run the dawning? No, it was just something that uh, Eva uh, forced her to do every year. Was was Eva the host of the first dawning, though? Uh, I 
think so. Such a long time ago. Yeah, it was 2016, I think, was the first Because I remember there was, like, she was missing for a while. Yeah, I don't know for sure. She was MIA in D2, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But I do remember reading a lore entry where she approaches Ikora to make that crystal. It was like dawning lore from before. So I I was surprised that it wasn't there because it was kind of like part of... Surprised and lore in the past. Yeah. Surprised and well, maybe there's a lore entry on um, Eva asking her to take it down, saying, "I don't think it's appropriate this year." <laughs> <laughs> or, or Icora just, or, or just flat outright, just like, "Nope, I'm not doing it this year. Just not feeling it." Hmm. Or she's like the Winter Warlock and has lost all her magic. <gasps> Don't Ooh, even. Yeah, this is spe- <laughs> talking pure about speculation. Osiris. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna need to put like some warning tags on the video when it gets uploaded. Spoilers. Yep. <laughs> Baseless speculation. Has anybody gotten out any of their dawning bling? Whether it's a ghost or a projection or a transmat effect or a sparrow or something like that, shader. Oh, my guardian's all decked out. Looks like a dawning Mine is not right yet. Um, Green Stegos Guardian looks great. I started, but I didn't finish. I put on the new Ghost, which I believe was a community uh, reward. Yes. And the I love the new Ghost. ghost. No, it's a dawning-themed Ghost. And it has, like, little... The little gold spheres coming around it. It's, like, glittering. Oh, neat. I'm not sure I have that one. I think you once you, you go along ghost. in the quest, because it's the community quest, if you just bake a couple cookies, you should have access to Yeah, there's to like it. a cookie that, yeah, okay. There's a cookie? Um, <laughs> The dawning gear that you can buy from Eververse is gorgeous. Yeah. I probably won't buy it, it, it looks but pretty it's cool. beautiful. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I guess that just leaves the uh, dawning weapon, the new dawning weapon, the uh, glacioclasm. Has anybody managed to get that yet? I have two yes. rolls of the glacioclasm. Oh, cool. I dismantled the second roll I got because I did, just <gasps> didn't like it. <laughs> but um, so I still I think I still just have the first one that it. Is it random every time, or is it just... Anyway, I like yes, the one that I have right now. It's random every time, um, as far as I can tell. There's there's not just a standard... But role. I probably I used will. it in the Nightfall last night. I probably will farm for it, because I like the feel of the gun. I really like it. It reminds me a lot of the Garden of Salvation fusion rifle. Um, But I just like the feel of it a lot, so I I like will... the aesthetic of it. Yes, I love the aesthetic, so I probably will farm for my version of a god roll. Nice. Which is? Yeah, let's hear it. Oh, I don't know. As close to the Aaron Till as possible, right? (laughs) I I like rolls that uh, help my crappy aim, so like Zen Moment or... 
Zen moment on hedge choices? and rifle. Head wow. seeker, <laughs> those types of things. Head seeker on a piece yeah, of rifle. Okay. <laughs> I think he's just listing random perks right now. It's okay, everybody. We have casual in the name of the podcast. Dragonfly. <laughs> no, not dragonfly. <laughs> oh, head seeker, but not dragonfly. <laughs> just, just one to um, give me a better, get more aim assist, and and help it be a little more sticky. But it's a fun gun, and without it, so under pressure, tap the trigger was my favorite wizened rebuke ro- roll. It got me through some very tough times. <laughs> I don't know if tap the trigger is an available role on glassioplasm, but I would love that. Under pressure, tap the trigger. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm thinking it's kind of time for us to roll into the uh, Touch of Grimoire segment um, this week. You all ready? Ready. ready. I think so. All right. Welcome to the Paracasual Destiny Podcast's original segment, Touch of Grimoire, with your host, Sally Bug. Sally Bug, take it away. So, I'm the lore piece that I chose for this week. What is both related to the dawning and Amanda Holiday? Um, because one of the first things you do in the dawning is go and get a ship from Amanda Holiday. So it made me think that maybe we should. Uh, at first, I was thinking, well, let's just get go into the background of Amanda, but that's a lot of lore from Destiny One, and it's kind of I, a bummer. <clears throat> It's it's a bit of a bummer and and we do touch upon it a little bit in this lore piece as well. Um, but Stego, did you want to read this or do you want me to read it? This it this is a bummer. Week? I I have no problem doing it if you're not feeling it because I forgot to ask you ahead of time. I'll read it. Okay. Dawning before the dawning. Amanda once told me that her mother, Nora, came from desert people, in a place far, far from here. Nora had been on the road since she was a girl, sometimes with nothing more than an old scribbled map and that shotgun of hers. She didn't need much, but she did need people. Nora met Amanda's father in some half-abandoned village, and when she told him about the last safe city, well, he followed her. They had no family but themselves. They picked up fellow refugees on the way, lost others. Then they had their precious little girl. It must have been a slow, slow road, first with a little baby, then with a young child. But they believed, they had hope, they pushed on. Amanda told me about one particular dawning they had shared out in the wild. They had fallen in with another family that had a child. Lucia, a bit older than little Amanda. They were agreeable travel companions. They found themselves in the thick of the forest, with the wind wailing, a storm coming down, branches flying, and realized they had to stay put. So they find the wreckage of a dropship, 
lean up a wing and crumpled up and crumpled siding and squeeze all the grown-ups and the two little ones into the dry space under the rusted hull. Then Amanda's mother says, We'll be here a while. Might as well do something to keep our spirits up. She sends the adults out foraging for something to eat, something to drink, and something to keep dry. Amanda's father comes back with a long leaved plants to weave into mats. Their companions return with full water flasks, some prickly fruit, and a dozen or so wild vegetables, like cucumbers. With dried fish from their packs, it is quite the feast. As the adults are working, Lucia is curling the rinds from the fruit into little flowers, but little Amanda is kicking her legs, restless. Make yourself useful. Make some decorations, Amanda's mother urges her. She hands Amanda wires and nuts and bolts and a circuit board full of little lights. Lucia comes, jumping, an old battery in her hand. Together, the girls make miniature garlands of tiny bold, and Lucia shows Amanda how to touch the wires to the battery to make them light up. Bright little lights in the vast, dark forest. Amanda told me about the fruit, with soft white flesh and a sour taste. She told me about how they sang made-up songs together with no words, just humming and tapping out a beat on the metal walls of their shelter. She doesn't know what that fruit was. Maybe it does not exist anymore. The other family? They got separated from Amanda's people. Later on, Amanda's parents? Gone, like so many others on the road to the last safe city. But Amanda Holiday still makes the lights, you know. Uses spare odds and ends to decorate her workshop. She does it every dawning. Chocolate chip cookies. Mix cabal oil and null taste and essence of dawning, then bake. <laughs> so, um, it's a bit of a bummer in that story as well. <laughs> <laughs> a lot well, of loss. In classic uh, winter story fashions. Exactly, but um, I found it uh, curious that, so Amanda has like this connection to her parents that she lost in in her um travels to the law to the city i think later on in the lore she is found by zavala who kind of takes her under his wing um but that she has this connection to the dawning from this memory and that she strings up the lights and um, so I went into the tower and went and looked at her little workshop just to see if the lights were even just like slightly different than all the other decorations that are around. And there's definitely a string of lights, as you can see here. I took that screenshot. There's definitely a string of lights in the back, but unfortunately, they're not unique to Amanda Holiday. Um, but in my mind, I like to believe that she took that string of lights that she makes and she just started making it for the whole tower. And that's why they're all over the tower. Yeah. I'd like to think that too. That's what I was going to say. I refuse to think anything else. There we go. So we have Amanda to thank 
for all of the beautiful, uh, I especially Rubbing like every morning. single decoration. Not, not all the decorations, but I especially like these little, like the little blue lights with like the teardrop. Um, and they're all, they are all around. And I like to think that's her contribution to the donning, not like the, all the other big gala donning decorations but those little blue strings of lights with so the this is what we would call sally bug head cannon <laughs> now, i have a question does anyone know if we can buy those same string lights at the bungee store and have them shipped to our house <laughs> yes i have not low, looked low cost that... of 49.99 seven million seven hundred seventy Seven thousand seven hundred seventy. Use code Paracasual Podcast at checkout. <laughs> what, what's that nine nine nine? That was Herman Cain's plan, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace, Herman. Yeah. Did he die of COVID? Yes, yes he did. I think. Uh, he did. Yeah. Moving on. Moving this on, please. Yeah. <laughs> this is we're, we're getting into these bummer. <laughs> And I would like to point out that her last name is Holiday. Yes. And we are in the holiday season. Yes, Yes, we are here here at the podcast. So a little on the nose and that's how I like it. We we like the holidays. That's for sure. And it's, it's good. We do because up next we have uh, our segment that's uh, having to do with the holiday and in the Destiny 2 world, that means the dawning. So, without any further ado... Oh, yes. Is that a sound check I hear? You bet it is. It's the Paracasual Destiny Podcast sound check. And this week, we are going to feature the music of the dawning. Now, we can't play all the music of the dawning, obviously... Uh, but I did look, go and dig into the roots and found, uh, a couple of interesting things here. Uh, the original track, The Dawning, actually, uh, composed by, uh, none other than, uh, Marty O'Donnell composed the uh, melody and, uh, the track we're going to listen to, uh, has both Mike and Sky, uh, Mike Salvatore and Sky Lewin, work uh, their hand in on uh, putting this together. And um, this is available. We'll put a link to uh, the download. Dun- Bungie did make it available for download. Um, and hats off to Bungie again to for just making everything open source and free to use and and copyright free virtually i mean there are some restrictions but man uh everything's available from their soundtrack uh, eventually and it's just wonderful and we really appreciate that uh so this is uh the dawning well let's give it a listen
happy holidays, everyone. Happy dawning. That is just so moving for me, and it brings me right back to 2016 when Bungie started uh, this event, this annual event in the tower. And um, I don't know if any of you can remember back that far. Uh, so it's been, I guess this is our, what, our fifth dawning? or our f- They didn't seven? have dawning in Destiny 1? No. Yeah, they did. They did. Uh, they did. Uh, I'm pretty they sure they did. I feel like they did. Ah, oh, I'm not SRL. sure. SRL. Rise of Iron, and it coincided with SRL. So who ran it? Did Eva Levante run it? I know that Amanda was. It the wasn't one called the Dawning. The it was called the Yearning. No, no. No, I'm thinking of a different game. <laughs> anyway, um, bring us to uh, 2020 Dawning, and I'm only going to play a, um, a little bit of this next track, and uh, this is the new music for this year's Dawning, uh, the 2020, and the track is called uh, Bright Spirits. Uh, Let's give it a listen. There we have it, Bright Spirits, um, the latest dawning soundtrack music. And wow, it's, uh, I don't know if uh, you guys were listening to it or not, but it's its kind of got this um, up-tempo uh, call to arms with the sort of military snare in the back. Um, like, let's all chip in and fix this thing type of attitude. Uh, but yet still very festive, I would say. Um, anybody get to hear it? No? Yes. You did? Yes, I did. Yeah, very festive. It was uplifting. Yeah. If you... I, my, the, my first time joining, getting into Destiny the Game with the Dawning in full force i turned down all the other sounds and turned up the music to 10 and just Ooh, life in, hack. in the sound 
it was just awesome. Yeah. An awesome experience. And then I soon realized that I really do count on the sound effects for, <laughs> for actually playing the game. There was something about it that kind of reminded me of uh, the Shire music in Lord of the Rings. Yes. Yeah, I got that too. Very um, welcoming. Right. Yeah. Warm. Um, just, I, I just looked up uh, the Dawning Holiday. Uh, it ran from, the first one was 2016, December. So it Yeah, must- Funny Bone said in chat. Okay. Destiny 1, Rise of Iron, 2016. Rise so of Iron, that's right. right. And, and it was the Sparrow Racing League event. So uh, kudos to you guys. I to miss have that. A, a I, everybody yeah. misses that so much. Mm-hmm. I know it was probably a lot of work. And that's why they have not brought it back. Because I think it definitely is a fan favorite. Well, they should but... bring it back and then just leave it as a, a feature. Amanda Holiday would be way more relevant. She yeah, could be a be vendor. Nice. You could get a powerful right. engram every week. I love that it. That also was um, the original Rise of Iron Dawning was also when they introduced scoring in Strikes. Oh, yeah. Wow. Good memory. They introduced what in Strikes? Scoring. scoring. Like, uh, like you got points. Okay. Yeah. Like Point. you picked yeah. up an Orb of Light plus 25. Yeah. yeah right, yeah. right. Uh, before we get too uh, far off topic, I wanted to give a shout out um, to Owen Spence, a.k.a. Atlix Music here. Um, the artwork I have up uh, on the YouTube stream right now is his work. He put that work. Uh, it's a cover of a music project that he's doing with some friends. Uh, it's called The Dawning Carols. And... Um, Owen tweets out that it's done and will be released next Monday, December 21st, just in time for the, the Christmas holiday. The Dawning Carols is a multi-genre cover album of every Dawning theme, including the one released in-game just today, the one we just played, uh, I presume, made by myself and seven other musicians in the Destiny community. I'm really looking forward to hearing what they come up with here Uh and that's next week, uh, or day after tomorrow, actually. Man, time is moving right along. Is that right? Yeah, this Monday. So we have that to look yeah. forward to. And I also wanted to put up, at least for the stream's sake, the uh, I wanted to put up this. Yeah, there we go. Um, that's the track listing there for anybody who's interested. And uh, I will link to all this stuff. I'm not seeing the track listing. And I will... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, well, there is a delay. There it is. Yeah, there is a delay. Um, so, yeah, I will um, put all the uh, links in the description in both the YouTube stream and the podcast description as well. Very cool. Yep. Um, let's close this thing out because I've got some Wrathborn hunts I need to do and some, a little bit of more snow removal and maybe some hot cocoa as well. So, uh, closing thoughts, uh, and meeting media consumption. Um, anybody want to volunteer? No? Stego? Stego? Crickets. Um. We're counting on you. I... You know, I 
very much enjoyed last night's episode of The Mandalorian. Nice. And for anyone who has yet to get caught up on the latest season, um, it's all the, the second me. season is all out, and I highly recommend it. Cool. Sally Bug? Um, just plugging away at some both iconic Christmas uh, movies and shows as well as some really oddball ones <laughs> um came across what what was that called was it christmas with the king sisters the, I don't no know. the king I don't... family christmas special the king family christmas oh my gosh special. you had to bring that oh, up yeah <laughs> it was it was odd um, yeah very and interesting uh, a little snippet of um snippet in time of people trying to hold on to a previous generation life um it, it came out in 1967 but it could have very well been come out and put out in 1957 and nobody would have questioned it and maybe even 47 <laughs> Because yeah. the King sisters were actually like in their heyday singer, big band singers from like the late thirties through the forties. So, um, yeah, it was, it was interesting. If you're a fan um, of I style and, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure why I came across it or why I, I, I found was it interesting because that it, one in particular, those, those specials <laughs> from the fifties and sixties, uh, a lot of them were lip synced the performances but this one's definitely with the boom mic everybody's performing live and i found that kind of intriguing um i will say that i have been playing some ac valhalla assassin's creed valhalla and um just today i um got to the point to where they introduced their dawning their version of the dawning so in the little settlement that i have started in england as a viking um i am now able to partake in the yuletide festival or no it's i think it's just the yule festival the yule festival and it runs uh, about the same length as the dawning from now until january and uh it very similar uh it's got uh, you know exclusive sort of items to to pursue uh during this time period with some extra activities um that you do and i looked into it a little more and it looks like this is really interesting it looks like um assassin's creed valhalla is following a very similar uh sort of rollout pattern as destiny 2 uh, three-month seasons uh, with the uh, expansions and roadmaps and all of that stuff with a season pass. All the same language, all the same model. I just found that really intriguing and interesting. I had no idea. So that's what I've been consuming outside of Destiny. And, and this is new, right? Because you've done previous versions yeah, of but, Assassin's Creed. Right, but I, I I don't play much outside of that. I mean, I the last one I played was Black Flag, and so I haven't played Odyssey or Origins or any of those. Uh, 
So I don't know. Oh, so maybe I don't know it if was introduced. Is... To yeah, Jim it might have been. Is is Richard still in the chat? If he's I know still in the he chat, would, he would he know. Has. He would know. But uh... if they kept leveling instead of power, I would be playing AC Valhalla. Oh, he doesn't like the power method. Yeah. Okay. But I'm wondering, uh, it's weird how they're doing copying. I don't know if it's copying, but they're following the same pattern, the same rollout pattern of content same as the same model as Bungie, which I found, found well, really Bungie's fascinating. Bungie's been very successful, apparently. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Richard says he needs to do more Dynamax adventures. Okay. That's Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's an eight second delay here, but maybe more like a uh, five minute delay in the UK. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Fractious Heart tells us that Animal Crossing is lovely this time of year. Uh, so, so I mean, certainly a lot of games do have like a winter theme thing that they do. Mm-hmm. Huh. I. I... Haven't pulled the trigger yet, but I have so think about getting a Switch every now and again when I hear about these games that are only on <laughs> it's the so Switch. It's so much fun. I, did, I thought the Switch was mostly going to be for Daniel, but it is not. It's if so anything. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Because when Breath of the Wild came out, you're definitely getting Animal Crossing so we can visit each other's islands. Oh, absolutely. Well, gonna. So much fun. I I have had so much fun every game I played on the Switch. I don't think it's. It it hasn't. It's still new enough that it hasn't really lowered in price at all. No, they don't really go down. It's still at the height of its popularity, too. <laughs> right. Mm. Yeah. It's 300 maybe, Um. Yeah, maybe there'll be some specials after Christmas. I don't know. You can buy a used one on eBay or something, right? Yeah, a oh, used would true. probably be the that's way to true. go for yeah. a discounted one. Sure. Um, I would recommend getting the Switch over the Switch Lite. The Switch Lite is only handheld. Gotcha. Oh, I probably wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, it'd be nice to like see my island on the big screen. Mm-hmm. But it's nice that you can take it portable whenever you want. Right, right. I've yeah. also we watched. We've been starting Hilda season two. Hilda. I don't know if we have any Hilda that? fans. It's an animated TV show. Love animation. So that's the latest. Hilda season two. Is that on Prime or Netflix? It's on Netflix. Netflix. It's a Netflix original. It's based on um, a graphic novel series, Hilda. I have to check it out. Um, All ages. Nice. That means Pelham can watch. Very, very charming. Um, (laughs) Funny Bone, have you been doing anything outside of Destiny? Delve into uh, any other media? Well, uh, media, mostly minimal. Uh, I guess this is my opportunity to plug Soul Time and I's other podcast, get out those old records. And we've been doing uh, Christmas music specials. So I've actually been 
researching and listening to a lot of um, you know lesser known Christmas music, uh, and uh, without uh, getting too wordy, you can try and find our old episodes and listen to some of the songs that Soul Time and I have been enjoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, Good lots fun. of lots of Charlie Pride, especially his Christmas album after his passing. Yeah. Go listen to Charlie and Pride. We di- and we discovered the, in your research, Soul Time, we discovered the Turtles Christmas song as well as the Monkeys Christmas album that we didn't know existed that came out. Um, or was it the same year as Good Times or around that same time? Uh, a couple Might years have been after. a year or two after. Yeah, yeah I think Good Times yeah. is 2016. Uh, their Christmas album. Gosh, what's it called? I forget. And it's 2018. I know that. Um, Christmas Party. It's called Christmas, Christmas Party. Party. Yeah, Monkeys Christmas Party. So far, so yeah. good. So it's Yeah, new discoveries. If you're a fan of the Monkeys. Sure. So get out those old records. It. Look for it on Spotify. I'll put a link in the in the description here, just to uh, since yeah, it's under the same umbrella it. network as Paracasual Destiny Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and be sure to tune in. That is uh, seven thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Christmas Eve, for our last Christmas special. Yeah, it falls right on Christmas Eve. That's I'm looking forward yeah. to that. That's especially going to be great. Especially since we're all going to be hunkered down inside anyway, so we might as well do a podcast. Right. <laughs> right. We're we're in full fledged quarantine, so that hopefully in nine more days we can actually hold our grandson. Yeah, that would be nice. Be nice. Yeah, <laughs> we're all excited about it. All right. From Soul Time, thanks for tuning in. You can follow us here on YouTube. Uh, look for us on Twitter at ParacasualP. And uh, also, I would suggest dropping us a line and saying hi. Uh, any final words from anybody else? Happy, Happy hunting. hunting. Happy hunting.